Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Low Watt Living Podcast, the podcast for anyone who wants to live a little more energy independent. I'm your host, Harlan Meeks, and this is episode six. Okay, on today's show, we're talking about rainwater catchment, rainwater harvesting, and storage. Since around the third century BC, Afghanistan, India, Pakistan, Iran, very arid places like that have been using water storage and water catchment, you know, from rainwater for uh, agricultural purposes and for even drinking. Uh, they, they understood that, especially in places like that, water is very hard to come by. Water is very scarce. And if you happen to have a drought one year in a place where you don't get very much rainwater to begin with, that, you know, your people can be in trouble. So they started harvesting in, uh, in underground cisterns, brick-lined, clay-lined, um, basically pits that they would dig, line it with this clay, line it with this brick, and uh, cover them over and, and have the water drain into those from their roofs, from whatever they have uh, draining into them to keep them underwater, to keep them from evaporating, to keep vermin out of them, to keep uh, algae from growing because algae does not like being uh, it doesn't grow very easily without sunlight if if at all without sunlight and even present day like bermuda and the us virgin islands uh, requires by law that all new construction uh, have built with it rainwater harvesting uh, whether it be barrels or or i don't know what their exact specifications are but they got to ha- harvest rainwater for the residents that's g- that are going to live there i think that's pretty cool now now the basic system the the easiest system you could probably make would be uh your your rain gutters coming off them through the downspout cutting that downspout off above ground putting a 55 gallon drum plastic usually you and usually black in color or a dark color so that light can't get into it uh to keep algae from growing in there having that downspout come down to the top of the barrel cutting a hole in the barrel putting a piece of mesh uh, screen in there to keep insects from going in debris going in and having that uh, downspout right above that screen so when so when it rains Waters go down your gutter, go down the ga- downspout, fill up the barrel. Now, a lot of times people have little spouts on the bottom of their barrels so that the pressure of the water, you know, if it's a full tank, there's actually quite a bit of pressure there uh, from gravity pushing the water and trying to compress it. Uh, you put a, put a little hose bib on the bottom of your barrel. You can put your hose on there and you have water pressure, you know, to water your garden or what have you. And... That's pretty much the basic. I mean, you could put a five-gallon bucket under your downspout right now. But, I mean, as a, as, as a basic, basic water catchment, that's pretty. That's actually pretty uh, easy to do. I just uh, went to one of my neighbors about, uh, I don't know, uh, three minutes away maybe. And uh, I had noticed, my wife and I were looking at uh, raised bed gardens, uh around town trying to figure out how we want to do this because we want to do a raised bed garden next 
And we saw across the street, there was a, a house that had rainwater catchment. He had a two barrel system. And so I just, I, as a matter of fact, I just got done uh, talking to him at his house, went over there, just knocked on the door said, Hey, I was over here looking at your neighbor's raised bed gardens. Do you mind if I take a look at your water catchment? He was like, come on in. You let, let, let me show you. He was very excited about it. A lot of people that have this sort of thing are excited and want to tell people. He said, I have people come by here all the time uh, that want to look at this this uh, water catchment. He said, yeah, no problem. Come on back here. So we, we talked maybe a good 25, 30 minutes about where he got the barrels, uh, what he decided was the best way to use the barrels, how he did this, how he did that. Um, he they, they have a garden, and he says with those two barrels combined, even when we had a drought a year or so ago, he never ran out of water. To water his plants, he—it's fifty-five gallon drums, so it's one hundred and ten gallons. And then he said, once that uh, started to get depleted, we'd have rain again. And he never ran out even during the drought, which I thought was pretty cool, uh, because everything around here was nothing was green anymore. <laughs> so I'm sure his garden was even nice that day. Um. But he was really nice about it. Uh, I asked when we were done. I asked if if he minds if I take some pictures. So I have, oh, 10, 11 pictures uh, that I might be putting up on Facebook uh, about his water catchment. Now, to go a little more in depth with this water harvesting, what you can do is you can get these thing these totes or tanks. They're Around 275 gallons, They're, most of them that I've seen are, are white, and they have a metal cage around them. I think the metal cage is uh, either aluminum or steel. Um, it's a hollow pipe, I think. Excuse me. And um, you can use the same idea to fill these up as well. The only problem I, I, I seem to find about people that use these is since they are white or kind of clear they have algae problems so i guess you could paint those or i guess clean them out every so often that would be a crazy way to do it but i'm sure i haven't figured out how they keep theirs from growing algae but they also do the whole downspout they do the gutter to the downspout but what they have is what's called a first flush system now now, this first flush, um, the, the ones that I have seen, that there's a couple different ways they do it. The ones I like, it's a separate tube that, excuse me, that fills up first when the rain starts filling the gutters and the downspouts. This tube fills up, and there's a little ball in there that when the tube fills up so high, it will shut off that tube, and then the the rest of the water will flow into another tube that goes into your cistern or your tank or barrel. What this does is it takes all the crud, all the bird poop, all the chemical, whatever you have up there, leaves that might get through a filter, whatever you have, it, it captures it in that, that first tube. And, uh, since that ball goes up and closes that off, the water pressure coming down will keep that full and will keep that stuff from getting into your tanks. 
Now, a lot of people have like a little nipple on the bottom of that tube so that water will drain out, out of there slowly so that it'll be empty by the time next time it rains. Because if not, then you'll have that full tube there all the time and it'll get really nasty. A lot of other people just put a screw cap on the end of that bar- that barrel. I'm sorry, put a screw cap on the end of that tube and then just crack it open a little bit and leave. That's how they leave it, so that a little bit will dribble out. So over time, it'll it'll uh, the water level will come down. And I think this is really a good way to go because you don't want all that crap and crud in your big tote. Uh, I mean, I guess it wouldn't matter if if all you're going to do is use it to water your garden but a lot of people use this through and then they filter it and drink it i don't know if i'm gonna do that but i mean it's okay i guess if you do it but um i think that's a really good way to go because you get all that debris and nastiness out and the only thing you really have to clean is just take that big screw cap off and clean out that tube that's it you know run some water through it and you got plenty of water to spare now and that that's the the way i think it's the ideal way to go. We, we, we can't really do that here in our neighborhood, but, uh, conserving water and especially when it's this easy, throw a barrel under a downspout pretty much is, is as basic as, as you can get. It's a really good idea. And it actually goes with the philosophy of low out living, you know, uh, um, using less energy, you know, uh, living more conservatively because energy doesn't ha- just have to be the power that comes out of your wall. You know, your outlet, it, it it's, it's ener- energy is energy. Energy is your mental energy, your physical energy, you know, uh, how, how you eat. I mean, that's energy. Uh, a watt is a, a measurement of energy, whether it's uh, electricity, whether it's power from your body, whether it's power from a car, whether it's whatever. Energy is energy. And this combined with a power backup system, combined with rechargeable batteries, combined with solar panels, wind turbine, all these things added together make a huge difference. And if you don't think so, try it. It's amazing. I mean, as it is right now, if I had a water harvesting system, I wouldn't use any water outside to water a garden. I wouldn't use um, as much electricity because I have my power backup system. You know, you add these things together and they can add up pretty good. Well... I know this is a short and sweet one, but that's the end of this uh, this podcast. I'll, if you haven't noticed, these podcasts are kind of combining these different issues into one big section of what I've mentioned before about the tiny house. So that one will be coming up. The tiny house or, you know, shed into a house probably will not be for a little while because if you think about it, we did the power, the backup power. We did the water catchment. These are things you can combine in a tiny house, in a shed, 
conversion into a house. If you add these little things together, you know, in a big house, they don't, they don't really mean anything. So you save five gallons, 55 gallons in a giant house. Who cares? So you have two deep cycle batteries run that you can run power off of. And when you have a gigantic room that has 14 lights in it, it doesn't make any difference. But if you live in this little tiny house where you have one or two lights, where you use five gallons a day of water, this stuff works out great. And, you know, in, in, uh, in, uh, some countries, not here in the U S here in the U S we live in our houses in some countries, they live on their land and they sleep in their house. This affords them the ability to have a smaller house and live on their land. I mean, they're outside. They, that's where they spend most of their time. They just sleep in their house. And, of course, here in the U.S., we've gone away from that. We want all, all our amenities, everything is in our house now. So that's where couch potatoes, you know, we're the couch potatoes. You know, we're, we're, the, we're the, the kids living in the basement playing video games all day. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love playing video games. And I do it quite a bit. But I'm trying to be able to get out there and do these things. We've had garden before a um, couple years. It, we had it on the wrong side of the house. It wasn't getting enough sun. We have to move it to the other side. That's why we're looking at the raised bed gardens. It's these things. Eventually I would like to move into a place with little bigger land. I would love to have fruit trees and where we're at now, we could maybe might be able to have three or four, but if we had a bigger property, I would I'd love just to have all kinds of fruit trees. And the good thing about fruit trees is you don't have to weed a garden. All you have to do is go out there and pick an apple, pick a pear. You know, it, it, and if you wait there long enough, it'll drop for you. You know, I, I think that's a really good idea. Because if you have a broken arm and a broken leg and you try to garden... It's going to be very hard. If you have a broken arm and a broken leg, you can still go out and pick an apple. And no weeding necessary. Did I mention I don't like weeding a garden? Anyway. Well, check me out on Facebook. It's Low Living on Facebook. The Podbean, that's P-O-D-B-E-A-N, Low Living there as well. And also on YouTube, Low Living. Check out some of my videos. I might be posting... Uh, some why well, I, I will be posting some of the pictures uh, of this water catchment system that I saw today. So, as always, keep low out living.